Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the Good Things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Now, don't forget, you can listen to Good Things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. You can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us. So we are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. You'll see I'm not alone in the studio, which always brings me joy. But this time, i got two friends that's joining me today, Dory Lowe and Brandy Perry. They are the brains behind the popular Facebook and, and I guess, uh, website, Backyards, Backroads, excuse me, Backyards and Burgers, Backroads and Burgers. I'm going to get it right. But now I'm trying to get to your new book that is just published, 100 Things to Do in Mississippi Before You Die, which I am holding it up, which is a fabulous tribute to our state and all the really good things, people, places to go, eat, do, stay, all the things. I know. So welcome back, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. And it's Backroads and Burgers. I bet y'all hear Backyards and Burgers all the time we do well you might can own that now because they closed down but <laughs> <laughs> that's for a completely different business opportunity Backroads and burgers have taken you guys all over mississippi and now the southeast for how long now uh since 2018 20 yes. yeah 2018 we've um we've branched out to kansas um we're hopefully gonna go a little bit further out west in the next couple of years so um it has definitely brought about things that we never thought you could do. What yeah. I love on your intro is, do you love food and travel? And our group here on Good Things would say, um, yes. <laughs> so that is exactly what started. And you started here in Mississippi and sort of going the back roads and finding the little you know, nooks and crannies of things to eat, play, and do. And I'm assuming over, over the years you kept a list. And so that list helped influence your new book, which is 100 Things to Do in Mississippi Before You Die. So how long have you ladies been working to compile this book? Ooh. Um, like you said, the list has is extensive, so um, it's way more than a hundred things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, so I feel like there's going to be a hundred and two hundred or whatever things to do. A <laughs> hundred things, part two, part two. Um, yeah, the, very possibly. Um, but we always, I guess, doing the back roads and everything. Uh, people would always message us, you know, like we're going to be in this area. Where should we eat? Or we're going to be, you know over here and uh, we're going to eat here but what's something we can do while we're in that area or you know that kind of thing and so um, in the back of our minds and when we be traveling we would always say we need a guidebook we need to to have something that somebody can have to take with them or you know when they're out 
and about in Mississippi, just something that says, if you're in this area, do this. If you're in this area, do this. And so we'd always kind of talked about it and things like that. And so um, some other uh, blogging friends of ours um, had written a book for their states. Um, and so I told we were at school one day and I said, why don't we just look and see if they have one for Mississippi. And if not, let's just reach out and say, hey, we will take care of Mississippi if you'll just give us the opportunity. And so um, that's kind of how it got the ball rolling. Um, but, like, our list was way more than 100. So that was probably the hardest part of this book was narrowing it down to 100 because Mississippi has so many great things. that. So when you laid all of them out, you're 200 plus, probably even more, so you have part two. How did you have like a checklist, Brandy, of like what what did it take for it to make the hundred list? Well, initially, me being a history teacher, ninety eight percent of them were all history related, and it people got to eat. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> so the publisher, thank goodness, handed us um, basically a guideline, and it was broke down into five categories: it's sports and rec, food and drink, um, history and culture, shopping and fashion, um, and I think I'm missing one, but. Um, so then we had to take that 100 list and, and purge it to fit in those categories. And that part was the hardest part for, for Dory and I is to, because we didn't want to leave any. It could have been a 1,000 things to do in Mississippi. Um, but we didn't want to leave anything out for this first go at it because, I mean, we obviously can see a second one or, or whatever in the future, but... We wanted something that made us made a point as soon as it came out, and that's kind of where this list came from. I'm sorry, and we definitely didn't want to um, limit it to one area of the state. Of course, we both live in you know in South Central Mississippi, but we didn't want to leave out the Delta because there's so many great areas to to see in the Delta. So we wanted to make sure we covered the state as a whole as well. So that's where it got real. Um, I guess detail oriented, trying to make sure every category had something from every part of the state that you could appreciate, and then making sure you know we covered everything that we could possibly cover. And that's one thing I appreciate about it, and as well as encouraging people to have something like 100 Things to Do in Mississippi Before You Die. It's because we are the worst at visiting our own state. Right. <laughs> we talk all the time and encouraging people to visit Mississippi, and it's because you just are familiar with your area, and you just assume that's the entire state. Even though you know it's not, you just sort of feel like, if I just drive a few hours up, it's going to be the same thing as if you know I'm staying in my own hometown. And that couldn't be anything farther from the truth. Or you just might not know what to do when you get there. So now if you have like a little, you know, staycation, meaning just staying around the house or not driving far, you can sort of figure out what it is that you need to be enjoying or doing or just like not let the opportunity pass you by to know your own state. I mean, I would be sad to know that there were 100 things within my driving distance that I could have been on my life's bucket list and then never did them just out of sheer just you know, not recognizing that they were right under my nose. Mm-hmm. Right. And we feel like we have to always travel so far, but we don't. Right. We can go to some of the smaller places. What was the hardest category to, to feel? Um, obviously not history. <laughs> <from my perspective. laughs> um, I think the hardest category to feel for, for me was probably the shopping and fashion. 
um, you know, Mississippi is known for such fantastic food. Um, so that category and in history, itself, and yeah. history could have been filled up with a hundred, but and it wasn't that shopping in fashion was difficult because there wasn't choices. Shopping in fashion were difficult because, I mean, how do you choose? You know, there are. Um, amazing boutiques and, uh, and special businesses throughout the state that deserve All on that. our main streets. Yeah, right. that make our main streets, you know, yeah. the lifeblood of our main streets. So we uh, made a list of those and kind of picked out the ones that stood out from the rest. And, um, of course, the cheese, cheese store at Mississippi State is on there. And then in my hometown, Hill Hardware, um, you know, built in the early 1900s is a hardware store, original floors. Look at junior history. I know. And, um, and so just stepping into places like that. It, it it didn't take us long for us to tell the story of those places. And I see, too, you have um, the um, Lucky Rabbit there yes. in um, in Hattiesburg, which has its own unique. So it's not when you think of the shopping and fashion category. It's not just where you can get your jeans and boots. No. It's, it's a little bit more broad than that. It is. Right. Well, we wanted to make sure that um, what we included um, was unique and an experience, not just... Um, you know, just your average boutique, because like she said, how could we narrow that and how could we leave, include this one and not include this one? Mm-hmm. So we wanted to make sure um, with that category that wherever we suggested you go, it was not just, hey, go here to shop. It was, hey, go here for the history of this place or the experience that you might get while you're there. Right. And the, some of the history to learn. And I think when we think of shopping nowadays, we just think too quickly to going in and buying an outfit. But that's not true. Mm-hmm. There's a big piece of our culture that likes to antique, that likes to browse, yes. to likes to like look around or just mm-hmm. go. And, you know, I mean, my granny would say, let's go browse. And so, you know, it's like, sadly, owner, not, not the intentions to buy, but usually you walk away <laughs> with something right. you never yeah. knew that you needed. Um, but it was just this idea that you could just go and get away and kind of get lost mm-hmm. in what you're doing, which I definitely no, you can do it the Lucky Rabbit there yeah. um, in Hattiesburg as well as some some other places. Gosh, a hundred. So what was the? Well, I don't know. I want to say what's the last one that didn't make it? Like what's the one on the on the cutting room floor that? I mean, did you do you remember it? Um, I'm trying. Or the to last remember. one that did make it, not in hundred because it's categorized, or the last one you slid in. What was the? What I I don't remember what. I know one of the last ones I remember writing in was about Leland, Mississippi, and Kermit the Frog. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and the reason it was last or one of the last ones is because going back to geographical things, we, we had, I mean, the Delta is so rich in every category. Um, and we didn't want to oversaturate, but then Dory and I kind of talked about it and, who who has a childhood without Kermit the Frog? Nobody. You know? And that's kind of how we were able to filter that in. So what would you put in 100 Things to Do in Mississippi Before You Die? Let us know. 601-879-4395. They're going to be out and about the state making book signings and more. we got more with the girls coming up next. There's a flame from a stack and the smoke's pulling back as cold. My hometown's coming inside. If you think I'm happy, you're right Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight Six days on the road 
Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget you can watch us on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. But if you want to pick up a copy of 100 Things to Do in Mississippi Before You Die, Brandy, where do you go? Um, you can go to readypress.com. Of course, it's on Amazon. Or you can come see us this weekend at the State Fair. We'll be in the trademark um, right next to the Genuine Mississippi store tomorrow. So y'all are officially a brand or, a, I guess, uh, a member of Genuine Mississippi. We are. We are. And that's always been something that we really enjoyed. Um, we enjoyed the store. We thought they had such a cool mission. And so when that came out, um, somebody suggested for us to send an application. And we did, and I think that's going to open up a whole new ball game for so, us. So, Dory, tomorrow and Sunday, I do believe, y'all are going to be at the Mississippi State Fair. And what, what, where will y'all be and what will y'all be doing? Just like We'll have a booth, um, and like she said, it'll be right next to the Genuine Mississippi booth there in the Trademark. Um, so we'll have a booth there, um, and we'll be there tomorrow from 8 to 10 to I'm sorry. Yeah. Ten to eight. Yes. Yeah. Like ten to seven, ten to eight, and then um, Sunday about the same time. I'm guessing, and then we'll also be there again next weekend, next Saturday and Sunday. And so, if you're making your way to the Mississippi State Fair, make sure you make it into the trade mart to pick up your traveler's guide for 100 things to do in Mississippi before you die. I asked you guys, meaning you listening to good things, what would you add to it? Dan and Hasbert said, "I hope they included Red Bluff near Foxworth." And Brandy's like, "Yes, yes." <laughs> yes. So Red Bluff is um, is something that. Dory and I both grew up, you know, around, and uh, Red Bluff had to be in there. Um, it is well worth the trip any time of year, um, and there's tons of history involved there. And so. I still haven't done. <laughs> like, I feel, you know, and, and right when I wanted to, like, well, I've always wanted to go and do it, but uh, it was like when the pandemic, when people were getting more... Um, Willing to get out during the pandemic was one of those places that got like flooded. It, like, it, it got flooded with folks. And so not that I care about the, the fact that there was, I just didn't want to go when there was that many people, period. Yeah. Not because of anything other, other than you kind of want it to be a peaceful experience, yeah. I would think, when you get out there and, and do that. But I hear fallish weather is a better time to see it. It is. And in terms um, of enjoyment. if the river's not up, of course, it sits right on the Pearl River. If the river's not up, when you get to the bottom, um, you should see an old overturned train as well that um, a lot of people like to hike and get on and climb on and and do all the things so you've all done all have you done all the things have we seen all the things in the hundred we have so i mean i feel like you got i mean i know it's a lot of work and this is part of your job and what you've chose to do but again i'm like wow what a privilege you both have to like know of these hundred things in our state and so when you hear people you think of people like me and there's plenty of in here that i've heard of and even talked about but haven't gone and do what can you say to get us from stagnant to action in terms of actually, like, not just saying when, but, like, do it? I think um, I think during COVID, and I'm going to go back to that, people started adapting to the idea of staycation. And the whole basis of Backroads was based on 
a staycation mentality as well. Um, so I think when you get free time, whether, of course, we're on fall break right now, but Thanksgiving break, Christmas break, whenever your kids are out or whenever you're off, just take the book, pick one thing to go do and go do it. Um, if you come see us tomorrow, we'll actually give you a physical checklist that you can check them off as you do it as well. Um, there is something spectacular about having a bucket list. I, I'm a very goal-oriented person, and even though my bucket list has some um, dangerous things on it. Like what? Uh, like swimming with sharks and things like that. You want to go skydiving at 104? Hey, you know, if you make it, Brandy, to 105 and choose to skydive, you'll hold the Guinness World Record, just so you know. Really? So you just got to live a few more years. Okay. But well, I hope it's a few more. <laughs> I've already I've already done she, skydiving she once, and I loved it. Well, you need to go back at 105 I so will. you can then get her certificate to take to your grave with you. And I'll be in the exact same place I was the last time, on the ground, <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> taking your picture. Take- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I do agree. I feel like we talk about it all the time, and sometimes we just take for granted the things that are like right here and and do and food and drink though i think that is one thing that gets people more apt to like get in their car and drive like yeah. even uh, a few friends of ours we're we're on this journey every so often we find a new place to go and dine that's kind of off of the beaten path yeah. and we've really enjoyed doing that the and, and part of it is the whole like um where the conversation of coming together with different ideas and then talking about like reviews and then, you know, yeah. sort and then the community around what can you add to it. So with the food and drink, what is the, there, I mean, there's going to be some that people absolutely uh, know that you should go and do, but what are some of the more like um, under the radar type places for food and drink that you think most people may not know about? Um, one of them that I think of instantly is the fact that Mississippi has their own meadery. Um, in Tupelo, Mississippi, it's Queen's Reward Meadery. Um, it's wine made out of honey. Um, and also I think Miss Jerry, uh, does some charcuterie boards and some other snacks like that too. Mm-hmm. Dory, what's one for you? Ooh, um, If you've never eaten at the Mayflower, I feel like that's <laughs> one that you should definitely give a go before yes, it leaves us. I agree. Yes. Um, Nanny's Cupboard in Natchez is a really unique place. Um, uh, in fact, my mom was going to Natchez, and I said, go go to Nanny's Cupboard. And um, she had never been, and she had been to Natchez, you know, a hundred times. Yeah. And she was like, I don't remember where that's at. And I told her how to get there, and she messaged, She t- carried her little sewing group, and she messaged me back. She was like, they loved it. And I was like, <laughs> see, you know, get outside of the little main area, yeah. and you can find all kinds of neat places. And I but, think it comes down to getting out of your comfort zone, too. Like, it's okay to drive to Holly Springs to eat a steak. You know, it's okay to drive to Learned, Mississippi, to eat a steak. I mean, drive until you don't have any phone service and enjoy it. We've often driven to Yazoo after church service oh. for U Bonds oh. for a barbecue. Yes. I mean, you know, why not? Like uh, in those uh, sort of ways. And so, yeah, someone said anywhere around Startville to see. Uh, yeah, we, uh, the Startville Cafe is um, in there. That's a very, that was one of our favorite spots um, to eat breakfast. Um, and of course, the the cheese store. And while you're there, make sure you take a tour of the whole thing. Learn from the cow to the cup, as you know, um, because that's an experience well worth having. 
I don't know, and this is um, not Starfall, it's Oxford, but the Wonderbird, which is like uh, Mississippi's on distilled gin. I don't know if it's in here, but it needs to be in uh, the, the part two. Yes, yes, we actually visited the the Wonderbird and thought that was the coolest experience. When you we talk had. about learning from, you know, from the they're making their own botanicals to to the actual glass and then teaching you how to like you yes. know enjoy and drink it. To me, it's a full experience. Jeff and Pontotoc said, "What about the Safari Wild Animal Park in Panola County? It's a really neat place." That is not in there, but that might so, be something like, I to put love on the whenever newest. because you guys would be quintessential. Like when I say Mississippi experts in terms of travel, because you've at least been to a hundred places, if not more, and so that's the beauty of it. There's always something new pop up that right. folks don't know about. That's the best kept secret. And it's like, why are we keeping these things a I secret? Know, exactly. We should we should make these things um, known, which you ladies definitely have. So a hundred things to do in Mississippi before you die. What if you want to do them after you die? Can you? not do that that may that may be frowned upon in some locations <laughs> but you can give it a try just don't let me know the let Rebecca experience know. wouldn't be the same there's a couple of places in there that you might visit with some of your spirits well, I was gonna say, with it coming up in you know spooky we are upon spooky season and when you think about our history there are some did any spooky spots make it onto the list i'm trying to think and spooky is relative to to personal you know yeah yeah, um, several of the restaurants, like, uh, well, in the Lyric in Oxford um, is known to have a few spooky folks. Um, of course, it's an entertainment venue. Um, I'm trying to think of where else. The House in Vicksburg. I can see McRaven, McRaven. has. Um, I've always wanted to tour that, but I never have anybody that's willing to tour a haunted house with well, me. Well, so. you're alone here <laughs> in this great big studio. I bet Rhino, he's pretty a brave dude. He'll probably go with you um, for sure in that one. I'm more of the shopping and eating and drinking yeah. friend that you might want to do that. <laughs> okay, so uh, but in real talk, Christmas is coming upon us. They're looking for great fun gifts yeah. for someone. I mean, all the things. I feel like everyone should be honored to have one of these. Y'all, aren't, y'all are at the Mississippi State Fair coming up tomorrow as well as next weekend or Sunday and the next weekend but you'll also a laundry list of other places Uh, throughout the state where can folks go and find you guys on where y'all may be doing uh, book signings so after these two weekends we go to the Natchez Balloon Festival Mm -hmm. Um, we are in Columbia uh, at the Columbia Library we are in Monticello um, for a for one and we're at southern prohibition this month as well um and then going into november we will be at crooked letter kitchen um out in pilahatchee and the vault along with brookhaven at expectations and the campus bookmark it's in startville go like 100 things to do in mississippi before you die's facebook page we'll share it in the good things facebook group i did want to say thank you ladies for letting me be a part of your project i was honored to write the preface yes so if you don't get it for any other reason get it for that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but thank you all can't wait to have you back in and you guys stick with us we got movies with tanya coming up next Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
get ready to launch. You start your fires. Is that Paw Patrol? Yes! <laughs> okay, so I was wondering because it is technically already out, but you didn't use that music last time. And we're taking the littles with a bunch of littles this weekend. So that was a perfect one, Rhino. So it is Friday. We got Tanya in the house to talk um, movies. So how is Paw Patrol doing? Have you heard? I haven't really seen the numbers from last weekend. You mean all of the <laughs> four and five year olds aren't yeah. rushing out there to? <laughs> yeah, you know, there were so many new releases yeah. last weekend. I, I just didn't think to look it up this week. I usually do that. Rhino said it topped the box office and beat Saw 10. Oh, good. There is a God. People yes, <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I've heard a lot of people talk about Saw 10 and they're saying that this is not one of the better ones. At what point do you so, just like, <laughs> Keep kicking a dead horse. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. I know. Well, and unfortunately, this weekend, the only big new release is the new Exorcist movie. Uh, Thank you for not using that, mu- that music, Rhino. Never. Yeah. Let me go back and just say, I really appreciate you not bringing us in with that. <laughs> I know that movie is, kind of, I mean, that music is sort of in the same vein as Halloween, you know, that creepy. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. And, I'm not going to see it. Thank you. The previews freak me out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a theater when I saw the first trailer, and I felt like I had been like through a car wash or something. When I see the trailer comes on TV, which I can't even—I mean, I guess I can with some of the things that come on. They they go back to the first one and sort of show those scenes in the bed and all the things, and I, I like I find myself trying real hard to like look away or like not just just watch it because. I will see that in my nightmare. I yes. will see it at night. Yeah. Yes, and suddenly you're thinking about things when it's dark that normally yes. don't cross your mind. Friday's laughing, but <laughs> but you know, I never saw the first one. Don't I've seen bits and pieces. You know, the the I guess the more famous scenes from the movie, you, you can't help but see that because they show up. Mm-hmm. They're such it's such a big part of pop culture. You know, and that enough. And it was a terrible me. movie. Like, it wasn't even a good movie. It was just the fact that, I mean, again, if you are someone affected, it's just, if toys with lines, you're just not sure if you should yeah. be watching. Yeah, and now, here we are, all these years later, and you've got great special effects, better cameras, um, CGI, you know, masterminds that make it look pretty, pretty, pretty real. real. Yeah. Uh, whereas the first one... You know, you could spot the fakery on some stuff, but it's it's kind of hard now. But, yeah, I, the only thing that is sort of appealing to me about it, but I, I still am not going to see it, is it's Leslie Odom Jr. stars um, in it. And he is one of my faves right now. He's, you know, I first came to know him like most people from Hamilton. And he's such a great actor, just a all-around talent. He can sing. He can do it all. Um so the fact that he was drawn to this, you know, does make me wonder if it's, you know, what did he see? Mm-hmm. And except for maybe a paycheck. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. This is probably a big movie for him because he still, you know, hasn't had a big role. Right. Um, what is his role in it? Um, he plays a dad who has his daughter is one of the ones that goes missing. Uh, she and her friend disappear for three days and they come back not remembering what happened and so i think you see them for the first time in a church after they've disappeared and they're both kind of possessed or 
Benny, uh, I don't know. It's one of those I was thinking, you know, it wouldn't be so bad if we could see some pictures, like some video from the set of these little girls laughing and in their makeup and stuff. But just seeing them with the weird eyes and all, it just freaks me out. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if you want something kind of Halloween-ish that's not quite as or not nearly as scary and it will not haunt you, even though haunt is part of the name, Haunted Mansion is released this week on Disney+. Plus. I so saw that, that, yeah. Yeah, that'll be a fun one to watch with the family. If y'all aren't kind of getting in the mood for Halloween stuff. Um, and then there's another movie streaming um, on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, with Keeper Sutherland, um, it's based on a play of the same name, and it's called The Cane Mutiny Court Martial. And it follows a story of a trial of an executive officer that was accused of mut- mutiny. Um, and so that's something to to check out. You know, so there are other options behi- besides Exorcist. Just the Exorcist. Of course, you can still go see Paw Patrol. Um, last week we had Dumb Money, Flora and Son, Saul, um, and then The Creator. So there's still a lot out there to check out. And then today Hocus Pocus is also being re-released. The and original? I know or the, the original. One. So I know a lot of you out there love that movie. I mean, it's it's got its following. And it's so, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's not nearly it's definitely as not, the not one I'm going to watch over and over. Um, but, you know, if it's your jam, it'd be fun to go sit on the big screen. Uh, Darren and Jackson text in and said, I slept with the lights on for six months after reading it by Stephen King. The movie was scary, <laughs> but the book terrified me. There's no way I would have seen the movie, Darren, if I didn't sleep after reading the book. I mean, were you just that curious to see if it ended differently? Because yeah. it probably. <laughs> I know. Well, and thinking about this, I have been thinking a lot today about, OK, what is the scary movie that impacted me as a kid? And for me, it was Poltergeist. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that was one because I'm old enough to remember at midnight, the network television went down and you heard the national anthem and just like the movie. And so that was like the worst thing ever to ever find yourself in a position where you are in the same room with the TV when that happens because of the events in the pol- in Poltergeist. But that's one where I was really convinced there might be a clown under my bed, you know, just different things like that. It, it scared me. I was not as scared of Jason because I was refused to go to camp. But the whole Freddy thing, really, at my age, finding it on, like, the TBS, TNT, under my, mm-hmm. like, my parents did not allow it, I, you know. And I didn't watch, the you know, like, the unedited versions. But that something could just come into your dream, like... Yeah, I probably should get therapy for that, but <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, I just remember that being really creepy. Like that that one that one was the start of like this doesn't feel right. I just don't like this. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I loved the Friday the Thirteenth and all that, but there was always kind of a comic element to it. It's like okay, this couldn't happen. I mean, it was just a little too unrealistic, you know. You were older and wiser. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but the ones where you've got people that really could do what's happening in the movie, those are the ones that really freak me out. That's why I can't watch SVU. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Honest to goodness, can't mm-hmm. do it. Someone said they went and saw Blonde last weekend, and it was good. Blonde? Blondie? Blonde. Or Blonde? I'm not sure. Um, Aaron Marilyn Monroe biopic? Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Maybe so. Aaron and Meridian said Cujo. What am I saying that right? Oh, yeah. That's uh, another was the one. movie that scared me when I was little. I saw it when I was nine, I think. And some of those you don't realize what will scare you until you're in it. Like, and parents right. don't realize what will be sort of scary until they're in it mm-hmm. and then, or sad. I mean, just like with Neely showing her Titanic, I mean, I didn't realize she would be really impacted at 10 by the this you know you knew it was going to sink but like they make it very dramatic yeah you know and so um felt a little bad about maybe we weren't prepared for that but but some of those scarier things for for younger kids that you don't know how they're going to take it yeah i did the same thing i showed jaws to my son when i thought he was old enough <laughs> and he wasn't and I, I felt really bad about that for a while because you know i mean you know now as an yeah. adult that oh, this is a great movie and they're gonna be fine yeah. and, i mean not everybody's gonna be fine but it's gonna be okay and then they don't want to go to the beach. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And then mine, I also, he, he never saw the movie Titanic, but they'd studied it at school. And so he became very obsessed with that and would not get on a boat for a while. Well, that was the problem. She knew too much, like they had studied it in school also. And so I thought, this is great. We'd even went to the Titanic Museum there in, um, in Tennessee when we went for Gatlinburg for the trip. It was great. But something about translating it to watching the emotions of folks drowning yeah and yeah. then seeing it like her and then the then and then humanizing it yeah i mean she made me turn it we didn't like we had to come back to i was like we're gonna have to fit you're gonna have to finish like we can't just leave it in the yeah. best scene like, yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> um but you know that's every child you got to gauge it um a little bit differently they were probably talking about the blind the, so oh, the blind. So yes, it probably came yes. out wrong. Um, the story about the Duck Dynasty family. Yeah. I have heard nothing but good things about Same, that yeah. for folks who have gotten to, to go and see it. So. Yeah. So that's another great one if you want to get to the theater this weekend. But Exorcist is not on your list. But it's funny when you go back and look at the all-time scary movies, the original Exorcist is number one on every list. I mean, it this should is crazy. be. Yeah. It really should. <laughs> it just really should be. If you go and you enjoy it, you can let us know about it next Friday yeah. when Tanya comes back because we won't be giving you any personal reviews um, <laughs> on it. But appreciate that, Tanya. You all stick with us. We've got some maybe state fair tickets to give away coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Friday, Friday. I'm free again. I got my motor running for a wild weekend. It's Friday, Friday. I'm out of control. Forget the working blues and let the good time roll. Welcome 
Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget, you can listen to us. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. You're also streaming. You can stream us from the Supertalk Mississippi app, and you can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. You can find Supertalk Mississippi, which is Sports Talk Mississippi, which is on Supertalk Mississippi, coming up next. But they're at uh, the Sanderson Farms Championship again today from 3 to 6. Is it wrapping up? Today, how long does the championship last? No, oh, it's just getting it's started. Just getting started. They got first round underway yesterday. Second rounds today. They play four rounds, so they'll finish up on Sunday. Ah, I got you. So there's still time to go if you want to do that. SandersonFarmsChampionship.com, or just hang out with us, and you'll get to hear all the updates coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi. And then don't forget, after that, we've got high school football covered for you. It is Friday, so we've got local games on just about every Super Talk Mississippi station. You can. Can stream a ton of those games and get up-to-the-minute uh, scores from across the entire state simply by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. Don't forget, if you've got the app, then open it up. You can click sports. There you go. At 6 p.m. tonight, you'll have the scoreboard preview show with Will. And then at 10 p.m., don't forget about the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show um, that comes on wherever you listen or watch Super Talk, which is a lot of options. So, so there you go. And then two, you got the Mississippi State Fair going on, but I flubbed. You'll have to buy your own tickets. <laughs> but stick with us. You never know when we'll be giving something away um, here. I got tickled though. Someone called me out for my um, saying the wrong thing. I, so I wrote the preface. There you go. For a hundred things to do in Mississippi before you die. But if you are truly from Mississippi, it's the preface. (laughs) Preface, preface, I don't know, but it was a, it was a um, privilege and a lot of fun to write that. So if you are going to the state fair this weekend or next, make sure you go see the girls in the trademark center and tell them we said hi and sent you um, there. Okay. Mr. I'm laughing at everything me and Tanya were talking about when it came to scary movies over there. Mr. I'm not moved by anything. Any movie ever on the face of the earth made you least bit like leave feeling. Now, scared may not be the right word because you're too tough for scared, but just disturbed you. I think the closest would probably be the original Amityville Horror. Never seen it. Because it was them discovering they'd bought a house, and in the basement it was in a portal to the gates of hell. And then there was a dollhouse with a rat that got under the bed, and then the bed in the bedroom started moving. That was a little disturbing. So is it because you're just too logical for the movies, like you can find holes in the story that wouldn't actually happen? Uh, Yeah, I mean... Gen- I'm not a huge horror fan, so when I'm watching a horror movie, it's really difficult for me to have that whole willing suspension of disbelief. I'm more watching it like somebody looking at a piece of art. To I appreciate it, but I'm I'm also analyzing it. So when you get a, a horror movie, it it takes a a unique take or a twist that I didn't see coming. For me to get engaged to a horror movie, which I will give credit, there's at least one out there that has come out in the last decade, decade and a half that did that to me. 
and that was Cabin in the Woods. Mm-mm. Because it starts off like your typical horror movie. Like, I went into it, and the first five minutes I'm going, oh, wow, this is going to be really easy to pick apart. Because you got the jock, you've got the loser, you got the pretty girl, you got the quiet, shy girl, they're going to a cabin in the middle of nowhere. This is going to be cookie cutter. And then it all just falls apart, and it's way deeper and more consuming than you would imagine. I'm like, okay, this is good. I'm getting into it. Whereas there's only so many times you can take out Freddy or Jason or the aliens or whatever before it's like, all right, how many times are you going to do this? I get that. And, like, looking back, um, but still, like, I don't know. We're just different things. I'm like, ah, you know, there's just things I don't know about, and I just don't want to open myself up to, like, those types and the two the jump scare i when i leave i know and that's like why i won't go to um like haunted forest or haunted um houses or things i mean i'm paying a ticket for for and i know like i know you're gonna make it out on the other side but for whatever reason when i cross that threshold i feel like I made a big mistake. I have entered the portal of hell, and I don't know if I'm going to make it out until the other side. So I don't know what the the flip or the switch that flips on the inside when it comes to scary things like that, but I am just not wired for it. And then God bless someone who slips and grabs or whatever they do in some of them now. (laughs) I'm not saying that I would land a punch. I'm just saying I wouldn't be able to control the throwing of them. <laughs> and I don't know if I, would, if I would land in the right spot either. But I don't. Yeah. So it's just best me stay on this side of the, of, of those type of things for sure. All right. Stick with us. You got the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi. They are on location at the Sanderson Farms Championship from 3 to 6. We'll meet you back here Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.